0: going to read a story now or we're going to have acted out for us a story where someone in the Bible got a bit confused about actually what it meant to have a treasured possession because it is brilliant to have things that we love and help us and that we enjoy and we want to have around us but actually sometimes those things can become so important that we focus on them and we forget actually all about God. So we're gonna act out a story uh, from the book of Luke and some people I think Sarah has already given scripts to. So if they could come out, but if there's anyone else who would like to help act out this story, then just come up because we need as many people as possible. I also need John Goodliffe and Nathaniel to come up too. They are gonna be taking on roles come up onto the stage let's let's fill the stage up as much as we possibly can fabulous okay sarah if you could use your mic to help the people who are saying lines if you're somebody who is saying lines you've got your script could you go over to that side by nathaniel and everybody else come over to me fantastic brilliant come on up john goodliffe Could you come here at the front of the stage and assume the role of already built small barn? Good, John. Brilliant. You're going to be holding it for a while, so make sure it's something sustainable. Nathaniel. Could you take on board the role of building materials not yet built? Wood. Nails. Uh, why don't a few others... Because Nathaniel's not so good at that. Are there a few of my helpers who could just go and help Nathaniel be planks of wood? Fantastic. Well done. Yeah, boys, you go forward. Go and be planks of wood with, um, with Nathaniel. Great. Ellie, do you want to go and be a plank of wood? No? Okay, Fantastic. People who are left on the stage, you are gonna be the builders. So when we start building, you need to get your hammers ready and go and start hammering the boys and hammering down John Goodliffe. So John's going, these guys are gonna get built, you're my builders. Brilliant. So we're going to read uh, this story, but everybody is going to be involved this morning, whether you are up the stage, whether you're in the room, whether you're joining us at home, because every time you hear the word store, we are going to do this, as if we are storing our possessions and keeping them for ourselves. So you need to listen out, because it's going to come up in the story quite a few times. When you hear the word store, uh, let's have a little practice. So I'll just say a sentence, and then I decided to store... Good, everybody. Brilliant. Okay, we are doing well this morning. Uh, Let's go. This is a story which is from the book of Luke, and this is going to be the most exciting Bible reading we've had in a while. Off we go, everybody. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an, ab- in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store, store my crop. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barn and build bigger ones. Builders, go and tear him down. That's it. Knock him down to the floor. Knock him down. Brilliant. Small barn, gone. Well done. And there I'll store my surplus grain. Go and build these guys into a big barn. And then I'll say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night of your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich to all God. Well done. Let's give them a round of applause. Fantastic, everybody. Good work. Good building up of the bigger barn and tearing down of the smaller barn. And well done, everybody. Uh, I'm sure at home you were joining in, but everybody in the room did a brilliant job at uh, remembering to store when they heard the word store. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone, so much for doing our Bible reading so creatively this morning. Now, I love the beginning of that story because right at the beginning of that story, you can almost hear Jesus rolling his eyes because this guy comes up to. Him and he says oh I'm having an argument I want this inheritance uh, my brother's taken a bit more and it should be shared equally and Jesus looks at him and he says do you know what that is just not important I'm not the judge Jesus almost says I actually don't care he says who appointed me judge that isn't the thing that is important to Jesus Jesus says, I don't want to be the judge between who is getting the most money. Actually, there are more important things than who has got the most money in your life. And Jesus replies and says, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Life is so much more. And what I love about this story is a couple of years ago, I was at another church and someone in the church said to me, oh, I don't go to all age services because the message is a bit too simple. And I thought that's interesting because actually this is a really simple message that Jesus gave. Jesus wasn't about confusing things. He wasn't about helping us not to know because we weren't quite sure. He said, "You know, this is really, really simple. Life is more than an abundance of possessions that we store up for ourselves. And if we think about the words that the rich landowner said, there were some key sentences uh, that were read so brilliantly for us. He said, I've got no place to store my crops. He says, I'm going to tear down my barn and build a bigger one. And there I will store all my surplus grain. And I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to drink and I'm going to be merry the focus of his life was on himself, was on, I've got all this stuff, and I don't want to just give it to other people, because if I keep my smaller barn, then it's going to get, uh, there's not enough space to store it, so I'd have to give it away. But I want to keep that for myself, so what I'll do is I'll build a bigger barn, and I'll have a great life, because I'll have loads of stuff. But then Jesus says, do you know what, hang on. What's going to happen if tomorrow you're not here anymore? You'll have all this stuff, but you'll never have got to use it. You'll never have got to give it away. You'll never have been able to be generous and to help other people live brilliant lives as well. And what I really love about this story is a couple of chapters earlier in the book of Luke, Jesus has already given us the answer. So when this guy comes to Jesus and says, "Uh, I want you to uh, step in and sort out my inheritance so me and my brother get the same amount so I can get enough money. And Jesus tells this story and he says, actually, there was this rich guy and he did exactly what you want to do. He kept all the stuff for himself and then he died and all this stuff that he could have been so generous with, he never got to see being used. So what is the point in life? What is the point in what we are doing every single day? Well, a couple of chapters earlier, a teacher of the law had come to Jesus and he wanted to trick Jesus. He wanted to give Jesus a bit of a test. And he said to Jesus, how do I inherit eternal life? How can I have the best possible life here, but also have a life in eternity forever? And Jesus says to him, you tell me, what does it say in the book of law? And so, the guy who's trying to test Jesus then tells Jesus words from what in the Jewish faith are known as the Shema. The most important prayer in Jewish culture in the Old Testament, which can be found in the book of Deuteronomy. And the words are, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind the key to life loving God yes all of our possessions are amazing they're all brilliant they're all fantastic and they're things we should enjoy and we should love and we should uh, use to help us particularly the teddy bears when we're trying to get to sleep at night but what Jesus says the most important thing that will help you have the best possible life now but also in eternity forever is loving him with all of our hearts with all of our souls with all of our strength and with all of our minds. And then the man goes on to say, and also love your neighbour as yourself. Because if we are loving God above everything, if we are making him the focus of the things that we love in our lives, if we are saying, God, we love you, every part of us wants to love you, wants to live our lives to you, then actually all the other things come really naturally. We will love our neighbour as ourselves. Because we won't want to be keeping things for ourselves. We won't want to be storing the things that we have up. And um, Nate, could you just bring up the little... um, And it's a real challenge for us, isn't it? Because actually, we probably don't store up grain. Maybe some of us are avid farmers, but actually probably not many of us here are storing up grain and saying, we don't want to share this with everyone. We're going to have a big barn. But we probably all do have barns. Those things where we say, actually, we want to keep this for ourselves, We've kind of put God a little bit off kilter, and we've put other things at importance. And there are three main things I think help stop us sometimes from living a life of being really generous, and of loving God, and of sharing. And you know what? At any age, sharing is really tricky just pop your hands in there if you find sharing tricky in my house we find sharing really hard sometimes you do don't do that face at me <laughs> it is really hard sometimes to share whatever age we are from the youngest to the oldest one of the things that is really hard to share are our possessions Because actually, sometimes we don't want to share our possessions. There are things that we say, oh, hang on, I want to keep that for myself. What if you break it? What if you do something wrong with it? Oh, no, hang on, I'm going to keep hold of that. I'm not letting you borrow that. Someone might ask to borrow something. They might want to share your toys with you. Maybe somebody wants to borrow your laptop, and actually you're not quite sure about that. And so we put our possessions into our barns. And we say, no, no, no I'm not going to share. This is my toy. I'm not going to share that with you. I don't want you to have a bit of that. Actually, that's my favourite outfit. That might look great on you in a night out, but I don't want you to wear that. I'm going to keep this for myself. Maybe we put into our barns money, particularly at the moment. This is a really tough time for so many people. We are reading and seeing and watching and hearing a lot about money and it can make us really concerned and rightly for some people. But actually God says we can be generous people, people who look out for others, who know that actually we may have enough and where we might have to cut back a little bit. We are still so abundantly blessed and so we can help and look out for others. I remember when I was growing up, I had a friend and she uh, got three pounds pocket money a month, which was quite a lot back then uh, in the 80s or whenever it was. And and I remember her saying to me that her three pounds pocket money each month, she gave one pound to a charity that she chose. She gave one pound to the church that she went to and she kept one pound for herself. I thought she was absolutely mad. I remember being like, what are you talking about? Because I just couldn't believe it that someone would actually give their pocket money away. In my head, I was like, we just surely keep our pocket money for ourselves. But even at a young age, that was a really important thing for her, to be generous, to share, to help, and look out for others. So maybe we put money into our bonds and we try and keep it for ourselves. Or maybe, and I think for me this is the most challenging one, we put our time into our barns. Because actually we live in a world where we kind of read a lot about looking after one, ourselves and making sure we're okay. That's really important. That is important to do. But sometimes we can do that actually at the expense of looking after and helping others Because after sort of two years of not being able to leave our houses very much, sometimes it's become a bit comfortable, hasn't it, to say, I think I'd rather just have a night in than I would going out and spending time with that friend who just really needs to go and have a coffee with someone, who needs to have a chat. Sometimes we just might want to pick up the iPad and we might just want to watch a program that we want to watch. Or we might want to put the telly on rather than go and play with one of our friends or one of our siblings. Because actually, it's just to be easier to sit down on our own. Sometimes we can put time into our barns and say, actually, we don't want to give other people our time. We want to keep it for ourselves. And that's the simple challenge that Jesus says to each one of us. Love me with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. And out of that, you will love other people. And that's why Jesus says to this guy, simply through this wonderful story, don't store stuff up for yourselves. God gave his only son to this earth to die for each one of us so that we could be in relationship with God forever. He gave up his son for us. And so he simply says to each one of us this morning, what are you going to give up for me What might you be putting in your barn that actually you can take out and start sharing with others to help them know how much they are loved, how much you, how much you, God, want to be in a friendship with each of them? And it might be for some of you that uh, you would love to sort of explore this a little bit more And in September, we're going to be starting two Alpha courses. We're going to be starting one that's going to be an online course, uh, which will give people the opportunity, if you can't, it's harder to leave your house, to join in an Alpha program online. But we're also going to be starting an in-person Alpha course. And Alpha is simply just a really brilliant course, a simple way of exploring the Christian faith. And so if you would like to join one of our Alpha courses, if you go onto the Riverside Church website, you can find all the details there or there are invitations here if you're here this morning. We'd love to invite you to think about who you could invite along. Maybe that's the thing that you put into your barn, that sort of embarrassment of, oh, I don't know if I want to invite someone to know more about my faith. Actually, God says, love people, give them the opportunity to know about me. And we're going to respond in a minute. And the way that we're going to respond is we've got some stones at either side of the stage. And as we go into a time of worship, we would love to encourage you to come and grab a stone. And there are some pens as well. And on these stones, there might be some different things that you might want to do. It might be that you might want to write on your stone the thing that you really want to take out of your barn and start being more generous with. And you might wanna write it on your stone so that you can take it home and put it somewhere where you can see it and you can say, "Yep, I'm gonna try and give my time more generously as we go into this new term ahead. Or I'm gonna try and give of my money more generously to help those around me as we go into this new term ahead. Or it might be that on your stone, actually what you wanna do is to help encourage somebody else You might want to write a simple message just to let somebody know that they are loved, that God loves them, that they are wonderful just as they are. And then maybe on your way home or when you go out for a walk on your way to school or to work in the coming weeks, you might just want to leave that stone somewhere for someone else to find, for someone else to pick up and say, wow, I remember going through uh, Kings Heath Park um, a number of years ago and they have stones, that it's, it's a, lots of parks do it. They kind of encourage like, people to decorate stones and to leave them for others to find. And simply finding a stone that said, you are loved. And how brilliant that was just to read that stone, to see that message. And it might be that you want to write a message for somebody else today, which will help them. And so as the band come up and lead us in a time of worship, we just encourage you, come and grab a stone Write a little message on it, whether that's for someone else or whether that's for you. But to think about how can we be generous people, generous with our time, with our possessions, with our money, with our words and with our love for one another.